0: If you have your Bibles, would you please turn to John chapter 1? We begin a new book of the Bible in our Bible reading, and we begin a new series, but this spans through our gospel reading that we started in September. We've done Matthew, Mark, Luke, and now we begin the book of John here in this Advent season. And this series is called Jesus is And today we focus in on the fact that Jesus is life and Jesus is light. The book of John is written by the Apostle John, also known as a disciple whom Jesus loved. That's pointed out in the Scriptures. A lot of the disciples and apostles of Jesus were martyred for their faith and for sharing the gospel. And John was not martyred, but yet his life was threatened and even at one point was thrown into oil with the goal of trying to boil him. And because of his faith in Christ, he was exiled. He was imprisoned on this island called Patmos. And while he was there on that island, he has a revelation of Jesus Christ and the things to come. And there you have the book of Revelation, if you've ever heard that before. And so John is the writer of this gospel, John, and then 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, that's in the New Testament, and then lastly, the book of Revelation. And so before we begin reading from the scripture, we believe here at faith this is God's word. He speaks to us, and so let's settle our hearts, prepare our hearts to receive this morning. Would you pray with me before we begin? Heavenly Father, we come now settling our hearts to receive from you. As we get into the word together, I ask for your grace and your blessing upon this time. Lord, have your way. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you would use me to speak this message that you've pressed upon my heart to share. May it be a blessing. We ask for your grace and guidance over this time. In Jesus' name, amen. John chapter 1. Starting in verse 1, in the beginning the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. And He existed in the beginning with God, and God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Now, before we move on, I'm going to reread that section, and I'm going to insert Jesus' name into these places where we're talking specifically about him. So here we go again. In the beginning, Jesus already existed. Jesus was with God, and Jesus was God. And Jesus existed in the beginning with God. And God created everything through Jesus, and nothing was created except through Jesus. And Jesus gave life to everything that was created, and Jesus' life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. And God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe, because Of his testimony. Now, John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. And the one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. And they are reborn, not with a physical birth that results from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. And the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now John testified about Him when he shouted to the crowds, This is the one I was talking about when I said... That someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. From his abundance we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the unique one who is himself God is near to the Father's heart, and he has revealed God to us. That's where we'll stop with our reading here. And one of the first things that I want to do this morning is reflect on the powerful and prophetic words that we just read before I begin to unpack them. And so I just want to take a moment for all of us here to consider what was just read here in a moment of silence together. Okay? So let us reflect now on the word that was just given. Folks, there had been approximately 400 years of silence between the prophet Malachi until this moment when John the Baptist comes on the scene. As it happens with any prolonged time of quiet, people's ears strain for a word. And as John the Baptist testifies, he testifies to the Word. The Word that is coming. And one of the most awesome things that John starts this gospel with is the very fact that Jesus, the Word, is eternal. Jesus is eternal. In the beginning, Jesus already existed. Jesus was with God and the, Jesus was God and he existed in the beginning with God. And then it says that God created everything through Jesus, and nothing was created except through Jesus. You think of the significance of that. It's not that just at at Christmas Jesus shows up. He now exists. He has always existed. Genesis 1, 26, the Bible says, God said, let us make man in our image. You see the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit speaking there, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. Colossians 1 is an excellent passage about Jesus and his supremacies above all things. The Son, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God. God. And in Jesus all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, things that were visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. And all things have been created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in Jesus all things hold together. He's eternal. He's always existed. And I want you to think about something, that 400 years of silence... The time that we just took there was just a couple of minutes. Imagine 400 years wanting to hear from God. And Jesus, who's always existed, shows up. And John helps us see that Jesus is the author of life. In verses 4 and 5, the Bible says that Jesus gave life to everything that was created. We've established that at creation Jesus was there, and things were created through him and for him, and nothing was created except through him. And his life, now we're talking about Jesus coming to this earth. His life brought light to everyone. And the light shines in the darkness, and darkness can never extinguish it. I want to expand on this a little bit. When you consider life and light, let's consider the fact that the Bible says, God is light, and in Him there is no darkness." In First Timothy 6:16, 6, the Bible says that, that God lives in light that is so brilliant that no human can approach Him. He lives in this unapproachable light, but then Jesus says in John 12:46, that the light has now approached us. And he says that I've come into the world as a light so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. Jesus has come so that we don't have to live in darkness. 1 Peter 2, 9 says that God calls us out of darkness and into his wonderful light. And I want you to know that his light it's always existed and it will continue to always exist as in Revelation 21, 23, when we talk about the future city of God, there's no need for sun or moon for the glory of God illuminates the city and Jesus Christ the Lamb is its lamp or its light and this will be forever. And so as John 1:5 says, the light shines in the darkness and I want you to hear me, the darkness can never extinguish it. His light is eternal. The Apostle John speaks of a witness by the name of John the Baptist. And in verses 6 through 9, it talks about how John came to tell us about the light. That's Jesus. So that everyone might believe in Jesus because of what John was trying to say. And it says that John himself was not the light, but he was trying to point to the light. And the one that is true light was coming into the world. John wanted to point people to Jesus and I sit on this particular section this week and I think I feel like God wants us to do the same. God wants us to be the light. To shine our light. But in Ephesians 5 Verse 8, you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. This is where I got to thinking this week. John, it says John was not the light. He was just simply trying to point to it. And you and I live in a day and age that when we come to Jesus in repentance and faith, we go from darkness into light. And Jesus himself said, You are the light of the world. And so you and I, we don't just point to Jesus. We actually reflect him. He lives in us, and we reflect him. And then I got to thinking, man, am I as good a witness as John was? I have Christ in me, and I can reflect him. I'm not just trying to point to him. Am I an effective witness? Are we effective witnesses? And we must understand that he is the source And we are a reflection. I don't know if you've ever had an old high school classmate and years later you go to some event and you see their kids and you go, whoa, that's like a spitting image of mom or dad. Anybody with me on that ever have those moments? When you're in Christ, we ought to be like him. When people see us, they should see some kind of reflection of the light. And so as we leave from this place on a Sunday, we go out into the world that's filled with darkness, but we reflect the light and love of Jesus Christ. So a question I have for us is, are we actually reflecting? But before reflection comes regeneration, and I want to break this down for us today, verses 12 through 13, the Bible says that all who believed in Jesus and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God, and they're reborn. They're born again. You're given a spiritual Birth. You move from death to light. You move from darkness to light. Regeneration is where God takes your old, stony heart and replaces it with new spiritual life in Jesus Christ. And folks, we're blessed this morning by a couple of special guests that shared in our Sunday School Hour, and I heard their testimony weeks ago of how they've moved from darkness into light, or even as they've been in ministry, God has moved people from darkness into light. And I want to invite up Niku and Samuel Gregor, and they're going to share some testimony with you. These are missionaries with crew from Romania. You're going to be blessed by their testimony of regeneration and moving from darkness into light. So come on up here, fellas, and share with us some testimony this morning. Would you welcome them here this morning, Niku and Samuel. It's uh, an honor to be with you this
1: morning, and God bless you. And uh, I want to share with you my testimony and uh, how God worked in my life. So uh, my background, it's, uh, I was born in a Christian family, and all my life I was in the church also so god bless me with with uh, christian parents and also with uh, with the church and all the time i was in the church like every thursday night i spent two hours in the church every sunday morning every sunday night like five in five hour per sunday and i say, god i did a lot for you sometimes i i uh, singing like a child i uh, pray it in the church and i say wow God, I did a lot for you. So you have to receive me in the heaven because I'm your child. But my life in the school was different because I didn't know the wisdom of him. And all the time I saw, I speak dirt and I did a lot of stuff like that. And uh, I don't know I was like a Christian in my, in my school. But uh, when I started high school in Bucharest, in Romania, I was like... Uh, a little different because I discovered a new friend, and this friend was a little different than than I was normally. Like uh, they want to to be a cool in the high school, and for that they start to do best stuff. And I spent six months with them, but after six months, uh, one of them asked me like, "You know, you stay with us a lot, and uh, if you want to be like us." you have to do what we did. So if you smoke, you have to start to smoke. If you speak dirty, you have to learn to speak dirty. If we swear, you have to swear like us. If we watch pornography, you have to watch pornography. And a lot of bad stuff like that. And I start to do all of that. So my life was different now because I start to, to, to um, have this feeling like I'm a guilty. And I said, wow, it's something different now between me and God. And uh, I didn't like to stay anymore in the church because the priest was too, too hard for me to listen. And after that, I started like uh, for two years. I was like in an uh, anxiety period. And uh, in this part, I said, you know, uh, I, I'm a Christian, but I have guilty. So I think I'm not a Christian. But uh, God spoke to me like, you know, the, the Matthew uh, chapter 7, verses 21, when they said, it's not enough just to say, Lord, Lord, and you will go into heaven. And when I discovered that, I said, wow, I am like this guy. Because all the time I said, God, God, I want that. God, God, be with me. And I saw his hand in my life, but now was different. And I said, God is not with me. And also I discovered in the Bible, it's only sin who can be forget if you reject Holy Spirit. So I said, God bless me with a Christian family, God bless me with a church and I reject him because I choose something else. So I started to think like that. And when I, was to fin- when I was close to finish high school, I start to, to look for my future and I said, you know, I can live uh, this life in a good way, but at the final is bad for me because I will go in the hell because God is not with me and God can receive me or save me because I reject him. So I start to think like that and I discovered like a new idea, uh, like uh, why you have to live like that because at the final you will go in the hell so you, you can stop your life. And I said, it's a good point, and also in my class, I had two Christians, and one of them, all the time, when I meet with him, he, he all the time they told me, like, you know, my parents know about your family, and they know your dad, like, your dad have a mission, he plans some churches, and what you do with your life? You are a bed, you know? You destroy image of your family, or you are a black sheep, or something black sheep, or something like that. And I start to think like that. I start to think like that, and uh, I start to watch on the internet to see how is the best way to cut your life. And uh, I find the best way is like to jump from the train. And I say, wow, well, I don't have a lot of trains in Bucharest, but uh, the best way in Bucharest is to find the subway. And I have a subway when I go home. I passed in the subway, so I said, the subway is the best for me. So one day when I finish my school, I go to the subway, and I have this idea in my head to cut my life, and uh, when I go down on the stairs, I fell all the stairs, and I said, God wants that for me, so I, I have to do that today. So, when I was to, to wait the train, he laid for uh, 30 minutes. And that wasn't normally because this route was two trains. And normally he laid three minutes or six minutes, not more than that. So, that was, what was something wrong for me because I waited 30 minutes and I said, no, I, I have more time to fight with me and I don't want that. But when I saw the train close and I started to see the light on the line, I put my baggage down, and I was to prepare to jump. But when I saw the, the train close, God gave me this idea, like, you know, if you want to do that now, call someone to say goodbye. And I said, my, I can call my family to say that. I can call my friends to say that. But God remembered me, like, in my class was other colleague who was Christian, and God said, you know, you can call me, hi. And I said, okay, I call me Hybe and he answered very fast. But the first words, the first words was, you know, Sammy, I know in this moment you want to do something bad. Don't do that. If you will do that, you will go in the hell, and you don't have any chance to come to, to change something, to repair what is wrong with you. So let me for one hour to meet with you in the city, and after that, if you want to do that, I will let you to do that. But I was with Mihai in the city for one hour. And in this hour, for me, it was the blessed hour because in this hour I discovered what was missing in my life. Like, never I thought I have to ask Jesus to come in my life. Never I thought I need to have a relationship with God. And I asked God and Jesus to come in my heart and everything was changed by that. So after this this hour, God worked in my life, and I didn't feel to smoke anymore. I didn't, uh, I don't know, to watch what I watched before, and that is not easy, but God completed all of that. So now I work for Him, and I love to be around the people because God saved me. Thank you.
0: Vă mulțumesc
2: celor care v-a rugat pentru România, Dumnezeu încă lucrează
1: în România.
2: Noi lucrăm cu toate categoriile de oameni din România, cu țigani, cu musulman, cu români.
1: So we work with uh. all the categories in Romania. We work with Romanian, we work with Gypsy community, we work with Turkish Muslim.
2: La un moment dat un ucenic de al meu a venit și a spus: "Hai să mergem într-un cartier din București în Ferentari, un cartier de țigani.
1: So, I want to share with you one story from gypsy community. So, one time, one my disciple of this, gypsy invited me to go with him to have the crusade in the neighborhood in Bucharest, just with community with Gypsy.
2: Am fost în mijlocul blocului, am ajuns în mijlocul blocurilor, am instalat stația, microfoanele, am luat curent de la un magazin și când să începem evangelizarea, au venit patru oameni mai mari ca mine.
1: So we was in the middle of the community and we prepared our stuff like we put some microphone, some boxes, so and we were prepared to start our event. But some four four men bigger than my dad come front of him and one of him told my dad
2: cel care era șeful Bulibașa a spus ce căutați aici și poliția când vine aici aprobare
1: And he asked my dad what are you doing here you know, when the police want to come in our community before that he call us and if we say yes you can come they will but if we say not they don't want that
2: venit să le vorbesc cu oamenii despre un împărat și el a zis ce împărat că noi avem președinte
1: And my dad told him I come here to share with you about one king. But he has my dad. What king we have president in Romania, not king.
2: I, I want
1: to share with you about the King of Kings, Jesus Christ.
2: Și spus, okay, hai că vă las. And San, this man San, said,
1: this man said, uh, I will let you to do this
2: in this night spunele la oameni că unul să nu participe aici, dacă participă vreunul la evangelizare, au de face cu mine.
1: But uh, in the same time, he back his men and he told them, go to visit all the people of our community and told them if they will come in this event in this night, they will have trouble with me because this man was the chief of this community.
2: Oamenii au deschis uh, ferestrele la bloc și au ascultat uh, cuvântul so, uh, eram numai de copii.
1: so uh, we started this event, and at uh, the event we had just children because the people was in the houses. But they opened the window, and we did our
2: crusade there. Uh, 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 but uh,
1: during the night, this chief man had a dream when Jesus revealed him.
2: Mr. Jesus has discovered it and said nici niciun din comunitatea ta nu veți ajunge în cer împreună cu mine pentru că nu i-ați lăsat să meargă să asculte cuvântul meu.
1: And Jesus told him because you didn't let them to hear my gospel.
2: Și l-a întrebat ce să fac.
1: And this chief asked Jesus, what can I do to repair that?
2: Și Isus i-a spus Mei și ei îți vor spune ce să faci.
1: And Jesus told him: You have to find my disciple who was last night here, and they will tell you what you have to do to repair that.
2: A doua zi am primit un telefon, nu știu cum a făcut rost de numărul meu de telefon, și mi-a cerut să întâlnească cu mist mântui la acasă.
1: So the next day, I received a call from this chief man. I don't know how he gets my number, but he invited me to go at his home to visit him.
2: Speriat, că oameni sunt oameni and when I hear that, I, I was a little
1: scared because I know these kind of people, they are business with uh, drugs, with traffic organs and a lot of that. And I asked him, you know, if you want to meet with me, let's uh, let's meet in the city, like Starbucks, or something like that, to be in the public.
2: A venit, a venit la Starbucks cu bodyguards.
1: So he came at Starbucks with his men, like bodyguards.
2: Mi-a povestit ce s-a întâmplat noaptea.
1: And he shared with me what was happening in his dream.
2: Atunci m-am revenit.
1: And when I heard that I was happy because there was something wrong in at, this meeting. Atunci,
2: i-am spus
1: but uh, in this meeting I shared him the salvation plan. Am ajuns într un punct în care l-am întrebat, "Crezi că tu ai păcate?" And after that I asked him, "Do you have a sin in your
2: life?" A zis, "Nu cred că există om pe planeta asta care să aibă păcate mai multe ca
1: mine." And he answered, "Many many sins and I don't think he is someone who have more than me."
2: I am spus că Iisus a murit pentru fiecare păcat al lui. And I
1: told him, Jesus died for all your sins.
2: Și că trebuie să primească ca Domn și Mântuitor.
1: And you have received Jesus like a Lord in your heart.
2: Și el a zis, când să să-L primesc? Acum sau diseară?
1: And this shipment as my dad, when I can receive Jesus? Now or in the evening when we have again this crusade in our community.
2: Zis, dacă tu ești sincer și asta e dorința ta, poți să să-L primești acum și diseară doar să
1: spui ce s-a întâmplat înaintea comunității. So I told I told him like if you are honest, you can receive now. But also in this night, you can share with your community what you did.
2: În și l-a pe he stand
1: down and he starts praying to ask Jesus to come in his heart.
2: Din Starbucks, uitat la noi.
1: And all the people from Starbucks watch us when we prayed like that.
2: Seara, după ce am avut Când să face chemarea, dacă vor oameni care se întoarcă la Domnul, el a venit în față.
1: So in the evening when we start our uh my there, might there and when was to cross to finish the praise and ask people to come in the front to receive Jesus.
2: În seara aceasta el i-a invitat pe cei din comunitate și erau vreo 900 de oameni prezenți.
1: So in this night we had 900 gypsy community because he invited all the people to come.
2: El a ridicat în mâna și a spus Din această zi eu mi-am schimbat șeful.
1: So he came at front of my dad, he stopped my dad from his business and he told all the community like, you know, in this day I change my chief in my heart and now I have Jesus like my chief.
2: De azi înainte șeful meu este Isus Hristos.
1: And starting today, Jesus is my chief. He drives my life. Mi-am predat
2: casele, mi-am I predat mașinilele, mi-am I predat, I mașinele, I mi-am I predat I viața.
1: I give Jesus my houses, my car, Nu
2: vă oblig să ce am făcut eu, I, dar ăsta este drumul.
1: I don't force you to do what I did, but this is the way to go into heaven. in
2: heaven. această seară 300 de oameni s-au predat
1: event 300 people from gypsy community was surrendered. Și s-a format o biserică. And with this event we started a church in this neighborhood of gypsy.
2: El a avut probleme cu frații lui pentru că fiind șef primea anumite comisioane de la tot ce se întâmpla. acum dacă el nu mai era șef, a, a fost bătut de fratele lui pentru că ei trebuia să muncească.
1: So this chief man uh, had some problem after that because if you are chief man in the Egyptian community, you receive some money from the people, and all the people give you this money. And now, if he he become a believer, he didn't are anymore a chief there. So his brother start to beat him because they didn't have this money anymore in their family. Cu
2: două luni să, înainte să vin în state, a venit și mi-a cerut un cor și a spus: „Vreau să merg și la alte comunități care n-au zis evanghelia. Eu vreau să trăiesc numai pentru Isus."
1: But before to come here in USA with my dad, my dad receive a call from him and this human asked my dad to give him a tent to have in this period other campaign like that in other neighborhood of gypsy.
2: Dumnezeu să binecuvânteze biserica de aici și în, în același timp să binecuvânteze și România.
1: God is a uh, work in Romania and we want God bless you this church and also bless all of us.
2: Vedem oameni regenerați. Because we
1: saw how Holy Spirit work and we saw how people become born again, so God is good.
2: We are much, much, and
1: we want to thank you and also ask you to pray for us and for our country. Thank you.
0: That's good stuff right there. (laughs) They told us in our meeting when we heard that testimony a few weeks ago that that was all during this whole COVID thing. So when you think the world is being overcome by darkness, right? Darkness can't overcome the light. And you see how this worked for them and it's true for all of us in our life as we minister to people. The word became flesh, he made his dwelling among us, and now we've seen his glory. The light is here, and folks, when you receive Christ into your life, you receive all kinds of blessings. All kinds of blessings. John talks about this in verse 16, one gracious blessing after another. In verse 17, you receive God's unfailing love and his faithfulness. Verse 18, Jesus has revealed God to us. Ephesians 1 verse 3 tells us that you and I were blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. And Jesus also said that I have come to give people life and that they might have it to the full. So I have some questions for us this morning in response to the testimony that was given and in response to the Word here today. My first question is, how's your reflection? Okay, if you have gone from darkness into light, how is your witness each and every week? Another question I have for all of us, is there any area of darkness that needs to be brought into the light? Is there any area of darkness? The Bible says that people love darkness more than the light. And people refuse to go near it for fear that their sins might be exposed. But folks, that's why the light has come. You don't have to be in darkness anymore. And when we're redeemed by the light of Jesus Christ, there's still things that you and I, we seem to get entangled in that are still dark. And so we need to reflect and ask the Lord, is there any area that needs to be brought into the light? Areas that I need to confess. And my last question might seem kind of straightforward and blunt, but the question simply is, are you darkness? Not are you in darkness, are you darkness? Ephesians 5.8, we were once darkness but now we're light in the Lord. And so Samuel shared he was once darkness, but then the light of Jesus Christ transformed his life. Niku shared this chief was once darkness, but then he came into the light of Jesus Christ. Can you think of a moment in your life where regeneration happened for you? You moved from darkness into the light of Jesus Christ. And as I ask that question and we reflect on that, Samuel said he sat in church for years and thought he was good to go until one day the light came to him and he knew he needed to receive Jesus. Not just learn about Jesus, not to just sing about Jesus, not to just memorize Scripture, but he needs to know Jesus. And so as we prepare to pray here together, think of those responses. Are we reflecting? Is there any area of darkness, or is there a simple question, are you darkness? Let's go to him in response and ask the Lord to work in our hearts as we respond in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together as you speak life and light. Lord, let us come to you and receive everything that you desire to take place right now. If there's folks that have moved from darkness into light and they've been walking with you, but yet there's still some things they are not reflecting your light and your love or or there's an area of darkness they need to bring into the light and, and confess to you, And so, Lord, I ask that we would come to you, confess our sin, confess our shortcomings, our selfishness, our pride that get in the way. Help us to live in purity in the light of your love. And, Lord, perhaps there's someone listening right now that they can't think of a moment in their life when they move from darkness into your light. They've not received this new life that comes in Jesus Christ and today could be the very day where that transformation happens for them. Lord, you're knocking on the door of hearts as I'm sharing these things. And if there's someone right now that would desire to receive salvation and the forgiveness of your sin and to to move from darkness into light, then I invite you to pray with me right now in your heart and say, Lord Jesus, I surrender. I ask for forgiveness of my sin and all this darkness. And I ask that you would cover me with the blood that you shed to save me from my sin. Move me from darkness into light and help me to live in the light as you are in the light. I thank you for this gift of salvation today. I receive you by grace through faith. This regeneration of my heart. Thank you for this gift. With every head bowed, eye closed. If there is anyone here today that prayed with me to receive new life in Christ, would you just simply acknowledge that for me? Simply lift your hand up and say, Pastor Russ, I prayed with you today to receive Christ. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone at all? I prayed with you to move from darkness into light. Father, thank you for new life today. I pray that, Lord, these decisions that came from your grace, moving from darkness into light, make that so real in the days ahead. We thank you, Lord Jesus. It's in your mighty name we pray. Amen.